you won't believe this story. <laughs> now, look, history in our game, Duck, is really Im- oh. is oh. really important. Uh, it's got soundtrack. There are currently 1,800 credentialed media persons working on our game, Damo. Yep. 99% of all of these media operatives do the right thing. To my knowledge, only one credentialed journo has ever had his credentials temporarily withdrawn. Mickey Warner. Triple M footy has an eye for the unusual oh. media operators, particularly behind the scenes, Duck. Yep. It is true that some media operatives on occasions have sullied all of our names. <laughs> this particular offence is sure to taint the entire Triple M footy product. Recalling history, we can all remember when Triple M forensically uncovered a major rort that was occurring under our noses. Red lights and alarms were sounding when a said media person became dehydrated because there were no more drinks left in the fridge. Shock, horror, our self-serve media tuck shop slash canteen had been alleviated of all drinks. Yes, drink stealer. This person infamously, infamously became known as the drink Stealer. You can't name him, Brian. While we were all busy during final quarters, this person would fill his 1976 Burley footy bag <laughs> with the said drinks. <laughs> this, there was some conjecture regarding his age, whether he's old or young. He was old. Triple M was also uh, informed there was a young guy caught as well. Now, following on from Drinkgate came Gatorade Gate. Yes, a high-energy drink flogger. Sounds unreal, I know, but it's true. The Gatorade's, the Gatorade man's specialty was orange colour Gatorade. <laughs> Extraordinary stuff. A modern day high energy drink thief. It was Roko. Well, I can now report that despite CCTV hovering over the media fridges these days, we have on the loose a pie thief. Oh, oh no. no. A non-working media credentialed man and his mates. Yes, a guy who wandered into the Etihad Stadium media food area and while journos were fixated on the game, he snuck up behind them and wiped out the entire pie warm-up just before they would be devoured by the press at half-time. While this was not captured by cameras uh, looking over the high-energy drink cooler, I decided how disgusting this was and that I would launch an immediate investigation as I did not think it fair that 1,800 media would be sullied with such outrageous acts. Last Saturday night it took place. I know this because the journos told me they were hungry. Uh, It was the Western Bulldogs-North Melbourne game. Now, after tracking small pieces of pie pastry to a nearby private box. (laughs) They tell me, my agent tells me, that on opening the door and checking who was inside the private box, the one said, who's now known as the pie stealer, as a result of the pastry pieces, James Brayshaw. There was a small dot of pastry on the side of his face hooked by a bit of tomato sauce. And we now have a cool drink flogger, an energy drink flogger, and a pie flogger depriving all of Melbourne's medias. Uh, JB, is this true? That is a great build-up. The only issue you've got is there was absolutely nothing hidden about it. I came into this box. <laughs> I came into this box and said hello to everyone because I was sitting as you like up here in the chemist warehouse box. And on my way out, I said to the man who patrols the area, "I'm having this? a pie." What about this? He said, "Yeah, no worries, help yourself." So I took See, one. I think you just admitted it. Oh, I happily admitted. Box sixty-seven. It was a Mario Tascone box. It was a non-serviced private box. Mm, so not, uh, not catered for. Exactly. Whistle. So. Uh, 
Wow. Dun-dun. As he come up the hallway into the box. You would never have done this, Peter. Press are watching the game, and not just one or two, or even the top shelf. All five shelves were exhausted of pastries. Fed the whole box. Fed the box. Greatest lot of credit of all time. Wow. I happily took a pie. That's true. But that was it. We said, set Nave Brown a task a while back where we basically said to him, if you were still playing, because he was pretty good on the lip, Rui, as you remember, when he yep. played uh, Brown, he had plenty to say out in the ground. Very good. So what we said is, if you were st- playing right now and you were playing against all of the current 18 teams, who would you target verbally and what with? And fair to say, it sent a ripple through the whole competition. Every, every, <laughs> right the club, hell, son. every club enjoyed it. Um, People bit back. There was biting oh. back. So Sam what, Butler. Sam Butler wasn't happy. <laughs> so what we've done now is uh, gone again and basically said to Naif, uh, what task did we set you, Naif? Well, you, uh, we thought it would be a good idea. Uh, who, who are the players that really enjoy their own work? Who yep. are the players that, if given the chance, would be drinking their own bathwater? Got right ahead of themselves. Yeah, got right ahead of themselves. And I don't <laughs> see anything wrong with this. No, I'm, I... I'm of the opinion, before I do this, it's not a negative thing. I, I actually like the players that are very genuinely happy well, with themselves. Well, the great Shane Warne has, has that as one of his life rules. Always get ahead of yourself. Exactly. <laughs> I stood up in a pub in South Melbourne in 2005 when we were 7-2 and two, and I was flying and I told our entire list that I was on my way to winning the Brownlow and the Coleman that year. And I broke my leg the next week and I tell you, shit happens, Jim. It that's does. A, that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens in life. So I tell you one person and uh, I wish Brian was still here. I know he'd be in the car and uh, a lot has to go out to Brian for this. Uh, Jakey Stringer. Oh. He's 23. He's an All-Australian. He's won a premiership. Uh... But I don't blame Jake entirely. He's got a little bit ahead of himself, uh, poor old Jake. And I genuinely blame Brian because I think Brian has murkied the waters that Jake Stringer is currently drinking himself. And uh, so Jakey Stringer is one player that loves the fact that he's been called the package. But unfortunately, at the moment, like Australia Post... Poor old Jakey Stringer just isn't delivering on the weekend. <laughs> the first one. Uh, we spoke about Alira Lear off the top of the show. He burst onto the scene, Duck, uh, last year, and he was playing some enormous football. And I love no-fuss football, good football, yep. got the job done. I went up to a game up in Sydney uh, later last year when he was actually going okay. And he had the biggest set of headphones on when he was walking around the ground. I saw the no, At the don't start, yep. I thought... That was okay. He'd walk around, he listens to some music. This is about an hour and a half before the game. What sort of alerted me to the fact that uh, Alir Alir enjoys his own time is the fact that during the actual warm-up where they actually kick the ball to each other and they do tackling drills, poor old Alir Alir still had these massive giant oh, headphones God. on. So just uh, a man who really enjoys his own work. Another one I blame Brian on is Aratio Fantasia. Oh, the now, I don't completely blame Aratio. But when you are asked in an interview uh, if your nickname is actually uh, a razzle-dazzle, he did not do anything to hose that down. He enjoys the fact that people call him the razzle-dazzle. So he's another man that is very, very Branded himself razzle-dazzle. Branded himself razzle-dazzle. We spoke to this man off the top of the show. And Paddy Dangerfield is a man who it was unbelievable last night, but let's be honest, he enjoys his own bathwater. And I thought he gave a reverse bathwater last night. 
He gave credit to everybody else. A reverse bathwater. A reverse bathwater. <laughs> he drained like, the And you bath. know what he was trying to do? He was trying to get everybody to go, no danger. You did it. You were the man. You did it. So it was reverse. But if he was a bathwater drinker, and I think he is, Duck, it would uh, certainly be an organic bathwater. It was uh, <laughs> be friendly to the environment for, uh, for danger. But... Uh, Liam Jones had an outstanding, oh, had an outstanding. Oh, I just Liam. thought that he may have got ahead of himself, He was flying along. He was nearly off the list. Nobody had ever heard of Liam Jones, Round and he had one of the great games. Fair old thud. until uh, until Buddy Franklin actually. <laughs> Pulled the plug out, and uh, there was no bathwater left to drink for Liam Jones in the last round. I just think he had a bad day. Well, he, not, not the only man to have uh, Bud take him to task. No, uh, and I thought uh, another man. Adam Trelaw, he's uh, very, very confident in what he does. And any man that's happy to go on TV and say that my pregame ritual is before a game, I get in the bath, I shave my left leg first all the time while I watch The Simpsons, is a man who's probably Jeez. drinking his own bath water <laughs> shaved leg. while he's there. And uh, I thought... To lastly, to give a mention to uh, the great duck here, he is uh, <laughs> well, he, he's exclusively today. drinks his own bathwater, and uh, you you are the model of what every other player looks to at the moment as a bathwater drinker. <laughs> the benchmark, <laughs> the bath benchmark water drinker, bathwater drinker. No, it's not good for you drinking bathwater. My little uh, Charlotte. Mike's <laughs> <laughs> taking this conversation yeah, literally. She's, uh, she's been uh, no, she's been grabbing the uh, when she's in she the started bath. young ducky. You were about she, eighteen when you started. She starts drinking the. I go, I tell her it's dirty and it is dirty. You shouldn't drink your bathwater. You know, you, know you remind me of, uh, uh, um, Dolph Lundgren. He's a man who probably drank his own bathwater, got a bit Dolph ahead of himself. Lundgren. Now Dolph. he's a big, strong action man. who doesn't do comedy that well. Oh no! He does those segments very well, Jim, doesn't he? Oh, oh no. And you get the feeling he really thrives on it. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a, a sting coming in a sec, host. But before we get to that, a few oh, days ago, we asked our Twitter and Facebook uh, fans, of which there are millions, to email us, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, with any life or sporting advice that you require from our main man, BT. Oh, no, this is, email don't... your questions to Dear Brian. I'm not into this. At triple M, as in mmm.com.au. So here we go. When you've got a problem. Don't make a big deal. And you need a wise head. I must speak. There's only one man who can help. You Come on, it. you nip Welcome <laughs> to Dear Brian. Mm, now, sticky no, department in overdrive. Uh, this is Paulie here. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, dear Brian. I'm in, and they ask, it's interestingly enough, Purple, everyone who sends one of these in, we've already had lots, uh, always ask it to be announced that way. Yeah. Dear Brian, I'm in a D-grade basketball grand final next week. I've worked pretty hard all year to get to this point. Obviously not hard enough. Now, now I'm faced with a conundrum. Oh, the word conundrum slid in there. Over the last couple of months, I've latched onto what I think's a pretty good sort. And she's invited me to go to Lake's entrance for the weekend. <laughs> she's a genuine belter, says Paulie. <laughs> he reckons a solid nine and a half out of ten. And now I don't know what to do. Do I either burn my mates, and he's in D grade, uh, or do I uh, not go and let this magnificent new lady in my life down? Please help, Bristle. P.S. <laughs> Uh, this is from Paulie. I can't tell you which club I'm playing for, otherwise my teammates will know it's me and slaughter me. <laughs> See if you can get the game shifted to Lake's entrance. <laughs> <laughs>
What does he do? Does he play in the D-grade basketball, uh, Granny? Or does he go to Lakes Entrance with his new girl? Look, there's not many grand finals. So you don't come across too many grand finals, I wouldn't have thought. And I would have thought a grand final in basketball, D-grade, F-grade, doesn't matter. Don't come across too many nine and a half, either. <laughs> <laughs> What's he uh, doing, Brian? Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, given that he, I don't think he's in great form in the basketball, and he's <laughs> probably starting the eighth or ninth man, go to Lake's entrance, mate. <laughs> All right. Dear Brian at triplem.com.au, he will deal with these every week. Every week. Every yeah. week. Every Saturday, we'll get one out. So if you need Bristol's help with any life problem you've got, dear Brian. Triplem.com.au. Now, uh, dear Brian, is, oh. uh, thank, you. thank you, Brian. Yeah. It's something we've been now doing for a week. Uh, we had an issue last week where uh, the way, a young man was picked in a fourth grade basketball grand final, or he could go to indented head or somewhere with his missus. I, I believe he uh, Lakes entrance, I think uh, it was. with Lakes a entrance with a nine point five, <laughs> and uh, yes. I believe he uh, chose to uh, go on the date. He went. He went he to went, Lakes Entrance. Yes, he didn't he play in the entrance, fourth grade yeah. grand final, and they won on the back of Bristol's <laughs> advice. And they won the uh, GF. All right. So what we do is we get you emailing us with uh, any inquiry, life inquiry that you think Brian can help you with, and uh, that's what Rick of What's Only has done. I, I also heard that uh, the, uh, she left him. Oh, so, no. uh, <laughs> oh, no. Now you're laying the mail. <laughs> no, uh, all right, so here Likes we go. Me as they should be directed to duck. Rick <laughs> yeah. of What's Only has written in, Dear Brian, <laughs> have, all, have always loved your work. Oh. I have an issue with my next-door neighbour and have had the same issue for some time, but it's come to a head every week on a Monday. He sneaks stuff into my recycling bin, oh. which fills my bin up to the brim. Start of the week, I've got the rest of the week with a full recycling bin. Any advice would be greatly appreciated, Bristol. I know you're a very calm and calculated type of person. Cheers, Rick of Watsonia. So, Bristol, he puts his bin out on a Monday. It gets emptied. <laughs> By the time he comes home from work to bring the bin back in, full, the full. neighbours already put stuff in there and he's got no room to move for the rest of the week. <laughs> what do you suggest he do? It's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it is complicated. Now, this is the community service you're offering here, This bro. is the yellow bin, is it? This and is the, the recycling, recycling bin. bin. Look, uh, I'm not sure, uh, JB, but uh, yes. it, it strikes me as the neighbour... Isn't a, isn't a great style of person. No. And uh, perhaps, you know, there's a little bit of friction there. Yes. So um, I'm not sure that I'd battle bin against bin. <laughs> um, I'd probably go to the backyard, oh! pull a picket off the fence. Oh. But that's your fence too. And uh, I believe the guy riding, he has chooks. Rick of Watsonia? Yeah. He may have. <laughs> so a picket off the fence... Let the rock wheeler in next oh. door and let it uh, go to work on the... <laughs> I believe... Eat his chooks. I believe he has chooks. Just chase them, not eat them. Because he's, he's a trained uh, non-eater of uh, chicks. Oh, no. <laughs> just let him, uh, let him loose to chase and just uh, get the payback that way. Uh, put the picket back up once the bin shit stops at the front. <laughs> go with something Put like the rot wheeler in. <laughs> Amongst the rigged neighbours' chickens. But train the Rottweiler to not oh, eat them. No. I, couldn't, I couldn't think of anything Dear else. Brian, that's the gold you get, don't worry. So make sure you keep the inquiries coming in. And when they write to you, Brian, Jim, how do they actually say it? Oh, right, thank you, Brian. <laughs>